Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome back to the Ad Badges Podcast. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And there's kind of a lot to talk about. Lots of couples, lots of exciting news. How are you doing? What's up? I'm pretty good. You've got like a very like ready to go energy, I have to say. That is because I was just podcasting with Aileen for the past hour about her birth story on Back for Seconds, the Diet Starts Tomorrow subscription. So that is not coming out. That's not coming out next week. It's coming out the Monday after. And it was just a very, very great episode. We talked all about her birth story, about having two kids, the transition. It was just very, very, it was great. You know, I'm all warmed up from chatting. I uh, have not done any podcast today. So this is my first. You sound lively. I have had other meetings. Always <laughs> great, lively atmosphere, sure. right? Oh, as always. But anyway, yeah, it's you know what, you know what, things are good. It's in today is in the seventies, mid seventies. It's gonna be eighty degrees on Saturday. Avi and I are gonna play tennis. I think if you want to oh. join us, you know. Well, we're going to like a special Halloween thing, or you know. Oh right! Oh right! That is tonight. Well, I have therapy at five, so I'm gonna come after. But okay. <laughs> just letting you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, th- today's a big day because at midnight, 1989 Taylor's version comes out, and we are going to be back tomorrow on this podcast, not Jordana. It'll be me, Holly, and my friend Kate Kennedy, aka Be There in Five, who is a huge Swifty, huge pop culture connoisseur. You've heard her on here before. We're going to review 1989 tomorrow, and it will be out tomorrow, I believe, afternoon. So get ready, betches, for that. Okay. Amazing. Even though, as I've said... There are five new songs. We don't need to hear about 1989 it. <laughs> already came out. But no, it's exciting that it's coming out again. There um, are new songs <laughs> with a few new songs that I'm sure were were very good if they didn't make the first cut. Anyway, they were probably <laughs> better, but they, she just wasn't allowed because they were like too edgy and not part of her image. Don't make me go into it right now. Um, got, well, for anyone who wants to get into it, um, Sammy, will you can listen to uh, Speak Now, Betch's version coming out tomorrow. Yes. And we also, okay, the big talk of this week, which we're going to get into in a second, is the Britney Spears memoir. And we also have a, this is the perfect week for this to be coming out because Betch has just launched a new podcast with one of my favorite creators. Her name is Kiki Monique. You might know her by her handle on Instagram and TikTok, which is at the talk of shame. She does amazing pop culture analysis. She's so, so, so entertaining. So we just started a podcast with her called Pop Crime. And she read Britney Spears' memoir in under 24 hours and has her first episode came out today. So it is a very, her show is basically going to be sort of about like, revisiting pop culture scandals scams all that kind of all that jazz and her episode is out today so be sure to listen to it it is pop crime with kiki monique i am very excited to listen to it because i've not yet gotten to read the book though we are going to summarize a bunch of things from it here so jordana are you seeing this on your feed like what's going on am i seeing britney's memoir on my feed like people talking about it 
I mean, I heard Sean talking about it right before this episode, so I learned a lot from him. Not um, on your feed, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, well, what's the internet saying about? I'm not like on the feed that much. What is the internet saying about the book? Well, I'm not either, but people have also, you know, it, it, it's an interesting. So there's a lot in her book. She really spills all of it. Where should we begin? Do you want to go like chronologically? Do you want to go? Yeah, let's start chronologically from from you know, Britney's birth. Britney's birth. Okay. Well, maybe okay. Maybe we talk more broadly first because chronologically, I don't really want to start with um, when she lost her virginity, which is the Why? first bullet point. Because I don't know, it's just not as interesting in context. But I think I it think- is kind of interesting because she was supposed to be like virginal and she wasn't. I guess. Well, I think. To me, having, again, not read it, but having really like read a bunch of excerpts and things that are in it, is that she wants to kind of set the record straight on all of the ways that the tabloids have exploited her and, you know, kind of these like major turning points in her psyche, in her career, and just the way that like what was really going on behind the scenes compared to the way she was portrayed and it's just it's very interesting because this is a person who's like never had any agency over their own life and the way that it's presented. And this is kind of like her first time getting to put things in her own words and like reveal the truth kind of. Right. Seems like the book has a lot going on in it. So why don't we go through the major points that that people are talking about? Okay, so let's talk about her first, like her early relationship with Justin because he's catching a lot of a lot of criticism from this and it seems pretty warranted so first thing is obviously like justin and and britney were like portrayed as this like virginal couple she wasn't you know she and it was a big deal when he revealed that she had had sex with him but she says that she lost her virginity to her brother's best friend who she was dating when she was in ninth grade and he was a senior so it's not like it was even justin who you know, th- this was something that was the her virginity was something that was like marketed essentially. And then the other, the other really, I guess, big thing with Justin is that she says that she got pregnant with his baby when they were too young. He didn't want to have a baby, but she would have, and she agreed to have an abortion. But she says that she wouldn't have done it if it were only her decision. And basically, she says that they did the abortion at home and only told her assistant they didn't go to a hospital or a doctor. I imagine that would have been like fodder and really, because again, people thought she was a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, she says that she took the medication, like, you know, the medication at home and was like having, you know, having the abortion at home and that Justin, while this was going on, just lay on the floor strumming his guitar while she was like crying in pain in the bathroom. And he just seems like such a fucking dick between I mean, this and like there's other I, shit. Yeah. But. I have always thought that Justin Timberlake was an asshole. Again, we've discussed this last week a little bit about, you know, the whole pressuring her to have an abortion thing, the in sync, you know, manipulative, like pretending they were going to get back together thing. And I remember personally, ever since I heard the story that at his wedding to Jessica Beal, he played exclusively his own music. He did at the wedding. What is what I I think I heard or read this somewhere. This was many years ago. He doesn't have enough songs for that. Maybe he played like all of his songs. That's still not enough songs. As many as as many as he could. But I'm sure he repeated as well. Right. He just seems like sort of like an egomaniac, like master manipulator to me. 
from from everything I've read and seen about him. And I don't think his his solo music is that good personally, even though a lot uh, a lot of people disagree with that thought. He has some songs that I like, but um, no, Justin has never been like that attractive to me. I mean, his hair is like just not my vibe. His vibe is not my vibe. I have to say, it's always like a little like frantically energetic yeah he reminds okay he reminds me a lot of his character no strings attached i just hate slavery like that is justin timberlake to me actually is it it no strings attached friends with benefits oh yeah you're right it is no strings attached yeah yeah i thought that that movie he was annoying in he was also really annoying bad teacher um, bad teacher that was what i was thinking Yeah. yeah I feel like he. I think of him as the character that he played in Bad Teacher. Like that's yes, who that's I think, what I how I think of him say. in real life. That's what I meant to say with the, I just hate slavery. Like that's very Justin yes. Timberlake to me. Also, they, she talks about her breakup with him. She says that he broke up with her over text. But then after he did that, he flew to Louisiana and presented her with a handwritten breakup letter that he framed He framed his own breakup letter and then presented it to her as if it was a degree and she still has it under her bed. So no one rob her because that would definitely be worth a lot of money. What did he want her to do with the letter? I think that's an egomaniac thing. Like I think that's like an actual psychotic egomaniac thing. Like a handwritten letter? Handwritten, framed. Something about this story seems like it's missing. Like the reason he would do it, what the motive for him behind it was. I, I don't really fully, I feel like there's more to that story than he just framed a breakup letter. Who would, it doesn't make any sense that someone would do that. Well, that could be him. You know, I, I think you, you were just saying he's an egomaniac and that sounds like something an egomaniac would do. Like, I am so important that like you need to memorialize your breakup with me. Maybe she was mad about the text. So he, okay, did it. That like, makes more sense. So he did it kind of obnoxiously. Right. Like, or well, he here, thought, let me fly here with a handwritten frame letter. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does. It, to me, it does refute the claim that he broke up with her over a text because if he did fly to Louisiana at some point in the breakup, he didn't really just break up with her over a text. I don't think it's maybe to refute the claim as much as it's like maybe she was pissed about the fact that he had texted her. So he's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to fly here with this letter. Right. But then I'm saying that's not really a breakup over a text then. Well, he tried to break. Maybe he the first attempt at the breakup was over text. And then, you know, people still talk after like the official. Potentially. The maybe he initiated like the breakup, uh, the breakup discussions over text and then flew there to flush them out. Well, you know what I'm going to with the letter? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read the book and I'm going to find out. But, <laughs> but yes, um, report back. But but she but OK. The thing is, like, there has to be truth to the existence of this letter, because I don't think Simon and Schuster would publish a statement like would publish this as fact if they didn't have evidence or if they couldn't obtain evidence of this letter existing. Like I bet you she had to show it to them or someone because that just seems imagine just being the one who reads this draft. <laughs> like imagine, I mean, like, imagine being the ghostwriter who listened to these stories and then wrote them down. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a very cranky kid. So I always reach for Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I love Little Sleepies. They are so soft and they also stretch out a lot so your kid can 
fit into one size over a longer period of time. There's nothing more annoying than buying one size and then they grow out of it within one month. The prints are just like so cute, but really it is just so soft. The bamboo, like I want my own. Little Sleepy Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from their buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their zip-footy pajamas are gentle and sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. Try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you will never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com. Promo code BATCHES. With steep premiums on perks and off-limit amenities, fitness can end up feeling like a world of no's when all you want is a place that says yes. Fitness should be affordable and extra amenities and perks shouldn't break the bank. That's why the Planet Fitness Black Card is the most inclusive membership. They're removing fitness limitations, giving more access to perks and boosting energy for all. We all know those gyms, you know, the ones with a running list of amenities you don't actually get access to unless you pay additional fees for every use, or those gyms with perks you only get access to on their terms. Those restrictions can feel like a letdown, a disappointment, or even a reason to not join at all. But Planet Fitness is changing that. This March, Planet Fitness aims to prove that with the PF Black Card membership, all the perks are actually for all. Their most inclusive membership allows you to bring a friend for free and access all 2,500 locations. You even get access to the Black Card Spa, including the relaxing hydro massage and other amenities. And with a Planet Fitness membership that offers all the perks and doesn't break the bank, you never have to hear that energy-sucking no again. You can try the Planet Fitness Black Card for yourself by visiting planetfitness.com gyms. Join today for $1 down, $24.99 a month, Deal ends Friday, March 15th. That's planetfitness.com slash gyms. Brittany really went down. She describes how she really like, how the breakup really like affected her psyche. And everything sort of started going downhill for her from there. And this was also like kind of coinciding with peak tabloid time, like 2006, 2007, where women were just like, just destroyed for absolutely everything. So at this time, she, Brittany talks about, do you remember her interview with Diane Sawyer and Diane kind of like uh, blames her for her behavior and just like, it's kind of misogyny vibes. Do you remember that like happening um, or knowing about it? I don't remember. That, like if, if you didn't, if this wasn't Brie brought up, I don't think I would remember it at all. I have like maybe very vague memories of it, but not really. I I feel the same, but I think I only remember it because of like the Britney Spears documentary. I feel like it was in that. Like I've seen clips of it since. Not like I remember okay. it happening then. So basically she she heard that like right after this was kind of like her breaking point. After Justin broke up with her, she heard that he slept with six or seven girls in like the next week or two. As is probably accurate. Sounds accurate. Yeah, she talks about one day she saw Colin Farrell and thought he was hot. So she drove to the set of his movie SWAT. And then they had had like a very passionate but fraught love two weeks. Hooked up? Hook up. Sounds like, okay. Yeah, she calls it a brawl. 
and said they were like all over each other, but like fighting. It was just very, I don't know. Again, I'm going to need to read the words that she used, but it's, it just seems she talks about the night she shaved her head. She said that that was because Kevin Federline refused to let her see her sons. She also talks about getting married to Jason Alexander. We can go to that after. She said that Kevin would not let her see her sons the night that she shaved her head. So she did it as like a fuck you. Interesting. I didn't remember like what the context of. I actually forgot that she shaved her head. I do remember that that very famous tablet. And the umbrella. She's like, yeah, something with the umbrella. That was all part of like the same moment ish. So she also explained her marriage to Jason Alexander by saying she was just very drunk, bored and drunk. And that's why she that's why she did that. So feels accurate. I would have I wouldn't have guessed there was another reason. Yeah, I mean, I think she was just very much no one was looking out for her. They all wanted her to just perform and get more money. And no one was. I I just don't think anyone was looking out for her. And it was it was almost like they felt that if she acted more crazy, that she'd get more attention. And they wanted her to act crazy. Well, like her father forced. I mean, with this Diane Sawyer interview, she had just broken up with Justin and she's like heartbroken and her dad, who was her manager, and like her other managers, like forced her to do it. And I just don't think anyone was really ever looking out for her. Because also you look, you think you look in like the documentary, there was, um, I don't, this was also in the book. She talks about like her, the time she like bombed at the Grammys, or I think it was the Grammys, and Justin like killed it. And she says, do you remember like that time she had like a really bad performance where she was like just very lethargic on stage? Okay, Holly says it was the VMAs. It might have been the VMAs. I don't remember what it was, but they both performed that night. Britney did really badly. Justin did like great. And she said that she did really badly because she had run into him backstage and she was like crying. And it just seems like this relationship really set her off course in a major way. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was like that big of a deal for either of them. This re- I thought it was like basically just like a press relationship and that, you know, she seems to have have dated a bunch of people since then. So I'm, I didn't realize that that was such an important thing for her. So he's definitely the most famous person that she has ever dated. He was also like her first love kind, you know, like, is that what she says? I don't know if she says that cause I haven't read it, but like they were together a lot. She, I, she wanted to have their baby. She wanted them to like have a baby and raise it. So, and he right. did. I don't think this was a press relationship for right. her. Maybe it was for him or maybe, maybe it was, was for him because she also yeah. he cheated on her a bunch. She says like she heard a lot of rumors that he had cheated on her. But she also said she cheated on him. Right? Yes, she did say that she cheated with she cheated on him with Wade Robson and she admitted it to him. And basically she said he cheated first. He cheated a lot. And then she did like once and he like flipped out, which also totally tracks. Right. OK, well, uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coming out in this book sounds like she she went there with all of it so i wonder what justin timberlake is thinking he's thinking damn i gotta get back on stage with lance bass we gotta fix this recover that image yeah but also she says that the free britney movement like saved her and that she she wasn't okay and that the fact that people were standing up for her and just like you know this makes me proud to have been an early free britneyer who pushed for it against against all odds. And she basically said that like it means so much to her that people like noticed and, you know, took it on themselves to like make it public and that she wouldn't, she doesn't think she'd be like free without that. And what is it, did she talk about what it's like 
being like what the difference is for her? I don't know. I've not read it. I'll find out. I don't think that like her behavior comes across as like particularly healthy now. But again, I don't think the issue was only about whether she needed help. It was about whether the people helping her were exploiting her. Right. Well, who's helping her now? I will find out when I read the book. But she definitely, she has. That's my other, I mean, like my question. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's sort of like my question is like, who's helping her now? And what is the difference? Well, the difference now? is she has personal like, I agency. Think, I think there's a lot of focus. I think there's a lot of focus on like, you know, what her life was like before. But I don't think there's much clarity on what her life is like now. I know she obviously is getting divorced. And she had, you know, she has other stuff going on now. So I, I, I personally am interested in like what has gone on since this, since she has been free. Well, the thing is that like, unquote. it doesn't, my feeling is like, it doesn't even matter to me because it's her choice. Like she's free to fuck up her life all she wants in my, in my view. But like the injustice of the conservatorship and the people who were paying well, themselves to make money off of her was. Right. I mean, I think that I, to me, it's like a little bit less binary than that personally um it seems like there's more that, that that goes into it especially if she's dealing with perhaps a mental mental illness which sometimes people do need help right for. but that's i'm not saying she should not be free but i'm just wondering who is helping her with that at this moment i mean i totally i mean i do not know the answer to that but i i mean of course i think she definitely needs needs some help but i don't think that like she shouldn't have adult autonomy because there's lots of people who fuck up their lives like this all the time. Again, I don't know what she's up to. I don't know what's going on now. So I don't know what what, uh, what the the situation. A lot of naked dancing on Instagram, which is not amazing. I'm sure there's a lot more behind the scenes than the naked. No, dancing there on there is. There's a lot of stories about it. But again, I'm like, what stock do I put in these? And again, she's free to do whatever she wants. Illegal, legal, like that. To me, it's like okay, she's no different than anybody else who's free to fuck up. While not having sure. to give all her money to her exploitative family and her lawyers. And I mean, there was a story that her mom is now like working like an hourly job because she can't afford her lifestyle. And it's like, well, why can you suddenly not afford your lifestyle? Just seems a little weird to me. Why now you need a job because you're the conservative? Of, of course. Of course. There's definitely a ton of, of financial exploitation that was that was happening there but i'm just saying i want i would i personally would like to hear more about what's going on now and what has changed for all for the entire family same i'm very curious about that do you love making money but also love spending money don't we all now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with ibotta ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing the average ibotta user earns 256 dollars per year that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip so you can buy that flight you've been eyeing that game you've been dying to go to or the fancy dinner you've been craving other apps give you points that don't amount to much with ibotta just add your offers in the app upload your receipt and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. 
Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If I had an extra hour in my day, I would definitely be napping more. I would watch more of my favorite shows. And most importantly, I would connect more with my loved ones. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Personally, I've been to therapy for many years now, and nothing has helped me more than therapy and figuring out what are the priorities in my life, what are the things that I need to do to strengthen my relationships, to make the most of my day, and to make the most of my mental health. So I can't recommend therapy enough. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Let's talk about Mauricio Umansky. And Kyle. Did you watch the... And Kyle. Um, I didn't watch. Okay. So I did watch. Do you care if I give a little bit of, it's like a spoiler-ish, but it's, you know. It's fine. So spoilers in case anyone didn't watch last night's premiere. They go into Kyle and Mauricio, like Kyle and Mauricio confront each other a little bit about not their marriage entirely, but kind of about their marriage. They show a scene of them together where they have to come up with their, they schedule a meeting to talk about their schedules going forward. Like, when are they going to go on vacation? When are, when's he traveling here? Blah, blah, blah. Porsche's spring break, whatever. And in that conversation, he's like, he notices she has like a new tattoo and he's like, another tattoo? And she's, he's like, no more, love bean, <laughs> no more tattoos. And she's like, what are you going to tell me? You can't stop me. It's like, you didn't even notice. Like, you should be looking at my body more if you didn't notice I have all these tattoos. And she says something like, listen, I've been listening to everyone. I've been doing what everyone tells me to my whole life, like my family, my sisters, my kids. And now like no one gets to tell me what to do, including you. And it gave me such a, just to me, I'm like, that was the unlock to their whole thing. Like Kyle, I think Kyle's fight with Kathy at the end of last season was like a breaking point for her. And she's like, I am not living under my family's yoke anymore. And she probably was like, fuck Mauricio for cheating. And like, I imagine that maybe had something to do like behind the scenes. And she was just like, I think she's just like done with it. I think she's in like a teenager. I think she's living out like a teenage rebellious phase right now. And he says that to her. Okay. She says it's not, but like it, it is <laughs> like you can hear it in her voice. The way she's like talking. Right. She's basically like talking to her mother. Like you can't stop me. I think you'll find it interesting when when you watch it. It's the last scene. Okay, I'll check it out. And apparently also, uh, what's her name is on the rocks? Dorit and PK. Yeah, a story broke during the episode last night that they had broken up. It was definitely interesting that that story about Dorit and PK came out during the episode because they were discussing on the episode the issues in their marriage. And yet they refuted that article saying, we're still together. It's been a difficult year, but we're not separated, which is literally what Kyle and Mauricio did a few months ago. 
the exact did they copy the exact same statement I, but, no but, oh, they said they were separated um not they just per- said they were living together right I don't remember exactly, but like, it's all just court. I think they were like, we're like working on our marriage. It's been a few difficult years. We're separated, but we like still live together or something. Yeah. It's like, it, it's interesting. I feel like Marisa is like more interested in Kyle. Like now that she's like trying to run away. Like he, he seems to care more about. Eh, I don't know. His recent news about the dancing with the stars person. I don't think seems like well, he's the, chasing Kyle. Around. Well, I'm thinking back. I'm thinking about the episode, like when the episode was was okay. filmed. That's what it seemed like. But now I think they're more like comfortable in their separation and being apart. And what I think is actually very interesting about this first episode of episode last night, and I have a feeling it's going to be kind of the vibe of the rest of the season. You know how the Beverly Hills Housewives, and I, I know this bothers you about them, like, you know how they kind of all like hide their shit? Like they all like agree to yeah. hide their shit. They pretend they have great families and all that so i think this is the season where that's all going to unravel yeah i think that it's the the goodbye to lisa rinna the way that things have happened i think they can no longer cover their flaws anymore and i think that this is the season where they're all going to be like revealed for the true messes that they are great i'm ready to see all of kyle's dirty laundry i don't know how much ready to see we'll see but it's getting there it's getting there so what happened with Mauricio? So he was spotted getting cozy with his Dancing with the Stars partner, Emma Slater. And their most recent update as of last night on Watch What Happens Live is Kyle Richards went on. And in response to the photos of um, Mauricio and Emma, she said, I was um, a taken aback. Yes, that was weird to see. Yes, it hurt my feelings. Which leads me to believe that Ka- that Mauricio is definitely sleeping with this woman to me seems obvious I, I i predicted that months ago i said he's definitely on dancing with the stars and he's definitely getting fucked and this to me is a validation of that yeah <laughs> of course obviously obviously not said explicitly but um inferred she's our age 34 and so she's farah's age i guess so yeah and um mauricio there's they were holding hands they were seen holding hands on sunday after they went to dinner in beverly hills and they were snapped sharing a laugh before their meal. Her ex-husband is also on Dancing with the Stars, and they broke up last April, probably because she's been seeing Mauricio. You think she's been seeing him since April? Maybe. I guess when did they? I mean, well, how long, have, when did how they long get? have they been separated, Mauricio and whatever? I'm sure there's like... I think they've been separated since like last year, Mauricio and Kyle. But when did he get chosen for Dancing with the Stars? Not until this summer. I have no idea what the, his... I'm pretty sure because Ariana, like in April, Ariana was on Dancing with the Stars. Who is watching yeah. Dancing with the Stars? I, My mother-in-law. It it must be like that <laughs> kind of thing because I just feel like it there's. I, oh, I hear so much in the news. It's the Bachelor audience about who's in Dancing with the Stars and who was selected and who was asked to be on Dancing with the Stars. And I'm like, I have never watched or wanted to watch an episode of Dancing with the Stars ever, but it seems to be this really popular show. Like, who is watching it? I just everyone's mother-in-law. Boomers. Everyone's mother-in-law is watching. Dancing with the Stars. Yes. If you are a mother-in-law, you are required to watch Dancing with the Stars. I think it's like The Bachelor audience. I think it's like... But I watched The Bachelor and I've never watched Dancing with the Stars. I think it's like the people who stayed with The Bachelor. <laughs> like, you know, it's that. I think it's like CSI, NCIS. Like, I think it's like older people. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's a very coastal show. Okay. <laughs> Although they do use like... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Actually, it must be guessing. very well. It's been on forever and people... 
get very excited I mean, when they're it's asked. Kind of a good show. When people are asked to be on Dancing with the Stars, I feel like they are very excited. So there must be uh, some huge audience. Well, there is a huge audience. I also think it's like kind of cool. I think it's a little bit validating that you've like made it out of your wherever you came from to go on Dancing with the Stars. I also think like what the clips from I don't watch it like either. Ariana's on Dancing clips. with the Stars, right? Yeah, but I've seen these clips and I'm like, oh, they're good. Like, this is kind of cool. I think it's also just a very, like, inoffensive show. Like, you don't need to have an amazing voice and go on, like, American Idol. You're not going to get, like, insulted. It's not like, um, it's really just kind of like the dancing is the, the stars. core of it. <laughs> With the stars is the core of it. And I think that's very pleasant and non-problematic. Although I feel like there have been scandals, whatever. Just overall, like, it could be non-problematic. <laughs> And just easy watching, easy right. viewing. It seems to me like a good place to go to hook up with someone that's your Dancing with the Stars partner. Yes, it does seem like that if you want right. to do that. Holly says that she gets nervous when the Bachelor people go on because they always split up after it. Right. It's like where you go to break up. It's like, um, I don't know. It's it's okay. Fair enough. Yeah, no. Like, why I is Mauricio on it? Because he wants to promote buying Beverly Hills. He's just a... Why was he asked to be on it? Because he's like a a name. He's a name. I definitely think he's enough of a name that like his... uh, And I think people think of him as like hot. Or they like used to. Well, here's my other question. What is the like star range for being on Dancing with the Stars? Because clearly like A-list... Like A-list celebrities are not going on Dancing with the Stars. Right. Right. You don't have to be like... So you have to be good enough, but not too famous. I think it's like solid C to D list is where you're getting the Dancing with the Stars okay. people. So like who's the most famous person that's been on Dancing with the Stars? I'm trying to think. Who is the most famous person? I don't watch Kim it. Kardashian. I don't know. Has she been on it? Kim Kardashian says, uh, Holly says, before she was famous. Oh, okay. sex tape. Oh, I would on love Dancing to watch that. Okay. Who knew it's been wow. on so long? Okay. So I, I kind of, it's mostly reality stars. It seems like, are there, are there serious actors on there? I don't think so, but there was, I think Rick Perry, the former secretary of energy was, was on it. Am I wrong? Holly, please check. The former secretary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure he was on Dancing I'm gonna with Google the Stars. Most famous person on Dancing. Definitely going to be Kim Kardashian. Uh, Sean Johnson. Yeah, Rick Perry. Oh, he was. Irwin. Yeah, he was the go- former governor of Texas and Donald Trump's secretary of energy, Rick Perry. And he was on his. Wait, you're going to die. His partner was Emma Slater. No way. Yeah. <laughs> how how many years has she been on the show? I think she's like, because they, because look, you can't just throw in Rick Perry and Mauricio Omansky and think that's going to be a good pair. You need to have a real dancer. They put the right. real dancers with the stars. Stars. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's why maybe she's a good person to get paired with because honestly, I felt Mauricio and his performance was a bit stiff. It was a little bit not sexy in my view, but whatever. Well, either way, Kyle, he's, he's been working out as you know, either way, Kyle to me is very transparently. Like I didn't think she was doing this to make Mauricio jealous, but there is a part of me that now feels that she is doing this to get his, like a, to get him to pay attention to her again. I could see that. Because she literally says, she's like, well, maybe you should be looking at my body more. It's like, well, here's, okay. If, you, if here's you're not the attracted to him, then you don't right. care. So all of Mauricio's like fame has kind of been th- via Kyle, via being Kyle's husband. 
But now he has this buying Beverly Hills show, which maybe went to his head a little bit. It's not even not that, that it's popular. So popular. Not that it's so popular, but he's now like the star of the show. And I'm sure there's like, just like when you get a large Instagram following, I'm sure the cameras being like, this is your show. He's the EP. He's like, you know, like the, the Lisa Vanderpump of the Vanderpump rules, like of this show. He's like the head guy. I'm sure there's like a little thing about his ego it was like before he was just making the money and now he's also the star um right and i think maybe that got to his head a little bit and maybe he was not a little bit less interested in kyle from that potentially i well i think he's kind of been cheating for a while like since season four at least and the tabloids like i okay it's not just that he got his own show he also got way 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 more wealthy in the past like five years and right. and I think that it's like that opened up a new level for them where they could like fly private and upgrade their house in Aspen to like an insane home. And it's like that is another level of like freedom. And I also think it made them like because also she started working more. She started doing more like acting and stuff. And I think that that probably also like made that made more physical distance that like because they for for all the ways people said they were like or you you and others have thought like, oh, they're faking their happiness. Like, I actually don't think they were like fully faking their happiness. I think they were playing up their happiness and hiding their moments and streaks of unhappiness. But I actually do feel that there is like a lot of love and partnership between them and their family is really, really close, even though they're maybe not as functional as they want us to think. And it just makes me think like, their distance from their mutual success that isn't that was kind of separate made like made it untenable for him to kind of like keep stepping out and her not and her just like keep being devoted to the kids because also pretty much all the kids are now adults except for Portia who they're like get out of the house <laughs> clearly like right. they're the kids are adults like they're not this like they're not all coming home for every night and like it's just they're less bound and they're wealthier and I just think like they're they became like less in love than they really were. Do you think they'll get back together? I don't know, but I I feel that they it's I don't know how I feel about getting back them getting back together as much as like I just don't see them divorcing. I just see it being too expensive. And why would they need to again? There's no reason unless they want to get married again, which Eh, maybe they will. I mean, they're not. They're young. Could get married again. Well, they would have See to. See Mauricio marrying a 34-year-old. Right, but like. Not be surprised. But, but I think he likes his long-term marriage. And like, I think he likes their family. Like, I think that is what bonds them together. Like, they love the family more than I think For they now. love each other even. But yeah, but the kids are growing. Like you said, the kids are kind of like that family, like the family thing that they had, which was like raising these kids together is sort of like they love the family, but the kids are now like going to make their own families like they're adults. So maybe that whole family thing really only keeps you together for as long as the kids are in the house. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's also different because it's not just that the kids left the house, like their lives totally changed as the kids were leaving the house. Well, that's, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like if the whole, if the thing keeping them together is the family. No, but I'm saying they, it's not just that 
the fa- it's not just the family and then there was like no, no new additions like the new money and the new career advancement like it gave them another thing to grab yeah. onto that like made other. the family less like they didn't have to miss the family as much because they have other stuff now i'm yeah. really excited for the episode where it's in the preview where morgan's like someone asked like how did you meet and morgan's like she stalked me and i want to hear the rest of that like was she kidding did she really stalk her why did Kyle stalk Morgan, Morgan Wade of everyone? I wonder what's going on with that. I, I'm very, I'm interested to hear more about that relationship. Anything, anything else going on with any of the other ladies? Yeah, Sutton drops that the in an interview that the only rumor she's ever heard about Dorit and PK's marriage is that the night that PK got his DUI, that he there was a woman in the car who was not Dorit. Ooh, and Sutton when just did he get a DUI again? I want to say it was like three or four years ago. Okay. Or even like last. There was a woman in the car. There was a woman in the car. And then Teddy. And Teddy was on Watch What Happens Live with Kyle. And Teddy. I don't know. Maybe Kyle was like, I'm OG. And I'm only coming on with my bestie friend. And I need my protector. My little yapper dog. And yeah. And so basically what Teddy said on Watch What Happens Live in response to Sutton saying that about Dorit and PK was like, well, Sutton always has alcohol in her handbag and Dorit and PK are fine, right? Okay, I believe that. That's not even that scandalous to me. It's not that it's that scandalous. It's that she just, like, she clearly just was, like, doing it to get back at her. Okay. Teddy, like. Right, yeah. She's like, oh, well, well Teddy's just- nothing to lose. She's not on the show. She doesn't have to confront anyone. Exactly. That's why yeah. it's, like, fucked up. It's, like, so... You're just going to – that's what I mean. She's like her attack dog. She's like, oh, Sutton. Right. Like, it's not even – to me, it's not even that good of an attack. It's like, oh, so she She's calling her an alcoholic. Okay. That's fucked up. Like, they're all fucking alcoholics except for Kyle who's on Ozempic. It, no, I actually <laughs> think Kyle was – I actually think Kyle maybe was not on Ozempic and she just got really, really into working out because of Morgan. And she stopped drinking. She's She talks about how she – the Kathy thing made a real change in her – like, she needed a real change. And I think okay. she got into working out partially because she and Morgan have the same trainer. And I don't know if that was preceding it or after. We'll find out. And she stopped drinking. And like I do – it's not like – and that actually coincided with the Ozempic craze. But I do believe that the amount of changes she made in her life actually makes it seem like it wasn't just Ozempic. Like she does a lot of things differently. She lives very differently than she lived before. And Don't you live very differently when you're on Ozempic? Like you have to, you like work out, want to work out and you want to drink less. You might, but it's not the same as like, she had a whole paradigm shift with like this woman and her, I just don't think that that was what it, like in her case, I'm not saying she's definitely not on Ozempic, but I'm, I think that if of all the people, she's like one of the few people who actually has a reason that she would have that drastically lost weight in that period of time. That was not just getting a new injection. Hmm. Like she had so many changes well, that it kind of makes sense. I guess it's uh, I guess we'll we'll never really know. Well, yeah. But my point about Teddy is that like it was fucked up that she kind of she was implying that Sutton is an alcoholic. That was literally what Kyle did to Kim. And it's fucked up that she did that. Right. I mean, Kim was an alcoholic, but right. But like still it's fucked up. Kyle to your sister, regrets but. having said that to her sister. Yeah, and Teddy yeah. did this on purpose just to be like right. as a fuck you. Well, what she's is she friends with Dorit? 
Teddy and to read our friends, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems like I'm saying it seems like that would be revenge on her for saying that against Dorit. So you would think she'd be like very close with Dorit if she felt the need to say that. I just think Teddy. Defense of her. Teddy's like always climbing up to Kyle, Dorit, Tamara. Like any, Teddy. That's Teddy. I'm Teddy. Hi. Birdie Gray has always been known for their chic and affordable bridesmaids dresses, but this spring they've got something extra special for the bride, little white dresses. So starting today, you can shop their entire collection of little white dresses, LWDs. Fun fact, they've teamed up with vlogger and bride-to-be Laura DIY for this collection, which I might say is perfect for bachelorette parties, bridal showers, and kind of everything in between. So let's talk trends for a second. Thanks to TikTok and Instagram, pre-wedding parties have become almost as big as the wedding itself. And believe me, Birdie Gray knows the pressure to find the perfect look for each event. That's why they have a range of styles from oversized bows, fun pearl accents, to sexy satin miniskirts and feather trims. Speaking of trends, they also have a pair of mesh opera gloves with pearls that will look super cute with any of these dresses. And as if Birdie Gray dresses weren't already affordable, these little white dresses are all under $150. So visit www.birdiegray.com to peek at their latest bridal collection. That's B-R-I-D-Y-G-R-E-Y.com. Happy shopping. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes you know who else made an announcement this week that they have been separated for six years very very sad what is this trend that people are like revealing they've been separated Separate. after six years and that is my favorite person ever Meryl Streep and her husband of like 45 years Don Gummer they said that they've been separated for more than six years but they've been living apart and they still care for each other I didn't even know who Meryl Streep was married to. Did you? Of course. Don Gummer. Yeah. What is he? Who is he? He's like a, just a regular guy. He's not an actor. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe that's why I didn't know she was who were... I, you could have told me she was already divorced and I wouldn't have known that. Really? I feel like she's pretty private. Like, I don't hear anything about her private... Oh, he's a sculptor. Life. I just... He's a sculptor. That's what he is. I remember. I just... Interesting. I forgot about that. Um, but he's not like... You know, my point is he's not a high profile figure right um and they've been married since she was like really young to me this doesn't seem why like why are they announcing this now i don't know maybe it's just maybe it's because of just riding will smith. the wave maybe it's maybe it's will smith and jada they're like 
oh, maybe we should just be, maybe one Tell of them everyone? wants to date or has someone new that in the picture. Yeah. yeah. Maybe someone wants to get married. Or or just like be publicly dating someone else and it not be weird. Right. Yeah, I'm, that's why you got to make the announcement. To me, this seems like... Kind of like Mauricio and his girlfriend. Yeah, except Mauricio and Kyle seems way less, like, it seems way more fraught than, like, seven, two 70-year-olds who are like, we've lived a long life together, where it's right. kind of run its course. Well, they course, can also just be like, we're friends. I don't really give a shit anymore. Like That's kind of what I think this is, because yeah. they said they're like, we're living apart, still care for each other. They, uh, they have four kids. Yeah, and so it's like, I, I feel like at that age, it's like, what is the you know 74 and 76 how much are you really fighting at that age that you're like we're gonna get a contentious divorce right now they're gonna be 80 in four and six years right so i get it i also think probably some of it is the money it's like why do you want to split why do you want to pay to split your finances when you could just kind of like be between homes and it's fine how much you think don is making as a sculptor I don't know how much he's making now, but I'm sure he's made like, I don't know how popular of a sculptor he is, but I imagine being Meryl Streep's husband, he probably has made a few million from sculpting. (laughs) I I would, I would guess that that would help sell the the sculptures. Yeah. But I also just think like, you know, art is subjective. It's whatever, whatever the market will bear. Let's see. I want to look up. I want to see what his sculptures look like. He's a, you know, they're not my style, but, um, they're quite large. Right, which makes them more <laughs> expensive. I don't think they're like that attractive, but he likes I mean, I think they're very they look like something that you would see in like a park. He has one at Indiana University campus. Yeah, honestly. Oh, this one's cool. Should we get one? I'm kidding. Um No. <laughs> look, it's okay. Let's see what okay, look. One is available for $100,000 on Artsy. So I'm sure this okay, guy has so made... he's probably making good amount. Oh, yeah. They go for like between five and six figures. So I think he... Oh, there's... Oh, that's How much a do they cool cost to make? One. I can't oh, imagine he makes like they the, cost He makes a lot. a lot of sculptures for colleges. Yeah, no, these are like... This isn't like a little sculpture like, oh, I'm doing a little clay clay pottery. This is like... Right. These are he's figures. No, these are figures. These are like... You need to have skill. They're for like, they're for like, it seems like they're like for corporation. They're for like colleges or like buildings. Or they're not would, for like people's homes. Or like really. a park. Right. Who? Right. right. You would put this maybe in your backyard if you were very wealthy. I have to say though, not my style, but a little bit hard edge. But look, my point is he's probably made over a million dollars from selling his sculptures. Yeah. Right. You'd say good for yeah. Yeah. Lifetime for sure. Lifetime. Yeah. He's 76. He's 76. I'm sure he's been sculpting for a bit. <laughs> yeah. You don't just like build. A- Unless he married Meryl and he quit his other job and he was like, I'm going to be a sculptor because like I can't. Let me find that out. Donald's Gummer, Meryl Streep. When do they? I mean, cool. Look, they seem lovely. It reminds me of it's complicated. Maybe that was the inspo for her. She was like, oh, we can kind of just. Oh, they got married in just six months. Oh, I remember what happened. Meryl Streep had a boyfriend, very serious boyfriend, who died really, like, young. Like, very quickly progressive cancer, and she, like, cared for him. Then he died, and I think after that she met Donald Gummer, and they got married pretty quickly. And then they've been together for a long time. 
Yeah. I mean, it looks like he, yeah, he's been a sculptor since he's been working. Like he went to the school of the museum of fine arts in Boston. And then he has a BFA from Yale. So, so does she good for Don. So does she in acting. Oh, maybe that's where they met. I'm waiting for Meryl's memoir. Meryl, please yeah. come join can't us. Can't beat Meryl. Can't beat Meryl. You're a open invitation to, to join Literally, the podcast. No one beats Meryl for me. Like, we like I mean Taylor Swift and Meryl like we are these are my people. If you had to just you only get one dinner invitation, who are you bringing? Taylor Swift because we're similar because we're the same age, so I think we would it would just be easier. Fair. There's just a little bit more like we know the same references. Like there's born the same year. Born the same year. It's just very like you know it's it's very I think yeah yeah I get it. Well, who are we sending to the Cayman Islands this week? I mean, it's hard to beat. I know we sent Justin last week, but he did. We did find out this week that he was strumming on his guitar while he sat while his girlfriend was having the abortion that he made her have. But we did already send him, which is kind of where. I mean, I'm not like opposed to sending the same person more than once, but. I mean, the other alternative is sending Mauricio, but like, I don't really feel that Mauricio in this like situation did anything, did anything wrong. So exactly. Like he didn't, I think we got to send Justin. Like it, it's pretty bad. Sorry. It's a doozy. It's bad. He's got to get your go. shit together. Issue a statement and maybe you'll be spared next week. I do not advise Justin Timberlake to issue a <laughs> statement. I think if Justin Timberlake were to issue a statement, there is, I would bet so much money that it will be bad. What do you think he should do? Shut the fuck nothing. up. Nothing. Say nothing. Okay. Shut up. Work on your, your instinct Christmas album. Go away. Album. Go away. <laughs> Just go away. That's it. Don't apologize. Apologize to her. You don't have to apologize. Bye, bye, I, bye. Yeah, bye, bye. <laughs> right. I think he should, if he's going to, going to issue an apology, it should be to her directly. I would like to see and, and frame that one. I'd love to see it. Frame it and hand deliver it. Maybe, the, yeah. maybe we can direct you there before we divert you to the Cayman Islands. Well, that is it for this week's At Betches podcast. Holly, Kate, Kennedy, and I will be back tomorrow for Speak Now at Betches version, where we will be reviewing 1989 Taylor's version and maybe any new songs that are that are out. We're very excited. And follow me at Sammy. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, and also, if you're um, interested at all in fertility, Baby Steps comes out tomorrow. We'll be out tomorrow morning on Oversharing Feed. Check it out. Um, we have some amazing interviews. Our first interview, if you're a fan of Real Housewives, is there's an episode with me and Naomi, and then there's an episode with Jessel Tank, and she takes us through her whole IVF. You interviewed Jessel? Jessel, yeah, she's our first guest. What was, um, wait, she was what was she like sorry. on the interview? She was so sweet. She was very nice. Oh my god, I'm so how could you not mention that you interviewed Jessel? Thought, she's like a I hero. Thought I, I thought I told you. you yeah, didn't. no, she's she's our first interview. She tells us through shakes us through her five rounds of IVF to get what are now her twins and all, there's a lot more to the story you guys can listen to it tomorrow if you have any interest in fertility or if you know someone who's going through infertility please share it with them I, it's a it's a really great series I know you guys are going to love it so check it out it comes out tomorrow on the oversharing feed baby steps very excited and check out pop crime if you want to hear more about Britney's memoir and listen to us next time or tomorrow on the At Batches podcast. At Batches is produced by Sean Kilby and Holly Wilkinson. Editing by Jazz Zapatos and Shannon Sasson. 
Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.